season as well. NDSU basketball, big-time weekend. We mentioned it, big weekend sweep. The women got two wins on the road. They're now 8-2. and two. Got a big rematch against Oral Roberts inside the shack on Thursday. Yeah, Make sure you come out Thursday night, 7 o'clock, to go and support. The men are starting to turn a corner. They have now won three out of four, and they sweep the weekend. First time they get back-to-back wins this year since early December when they beat San Jose State and Portland. And we joining us. said it last week. They felt like must-wins because they're at home. Yeah. You just can't lose Got to take games. care yep. of it at home. Got mm-hmm. it done. And a guy who knows a thing or two about doing that now joins us on the studio phone line. Dexter Warder, former Bison and our radio analyst on the Bison Sports Network for NDSU Men's Basketball, joining us on a Monday. Dex, great to have you, man. How was your Super Bowl yesterday? Did you get to kick back and enjoy the game? Yeah, good game. You know, I thought the uh, I thought the first half was a little little bit of a snooze fest, but picked up, got entertaining in the second half. So it was a good game. There you go, man. Who did you have winning? Were, were you did you pick the Chiefs or the Niners? I don't think I asked you before we uh, got done on Saturday. Well, I told uh, I told Ian on the uh, on the pregame shoot around I was taking the Chiefs. That there's just there's too much money on the line not to not to have the Chiefs get it done this year. Smart man. There you go. We we should have known. Andy and I mm-hmm. both went with the Niners, and uh, we're, we're paying for Chiefs it. Chiefs didn't yeah. win. Niners lost. Calling it. <laughs> but we we roll on. Mahomes is good, uh, and the Bison are are playing pretty good right now, man. Uh, big weekend for NDSU. Uh, now in fourth place in the Summit League, they get the overtime win against Kansas City on Thursday. They squeak it out against Omaha on Saturday, led by thirteen. Almost lost it. Fiddler had a chance to win it at the end there, but uh, the Bison hang on. Your overall reaction uh, to what NDSU was able to accomplish with a, a pair of wins inside the shack over the weekend? Yeah, two two good wins for NDSU, right? And I think that really, if you look about it, you know, it was it was kind of funny how I thought how that Omaha game ended because we kind of talked about that pregame you and me, Sam, where uh, you know I said what's the what's the next step for this team as they're training the right direction, and we kind of said, you know, it's not about you got to figure out how to completely reinvent the wheel and try to beat teams by, you know, 15 points. But really it's just about what do you fine tune to kind of get yourself over that hump or instead of these tight games you've been in where it's a, you know, three, five point loss, how do you turn that into a three, five point win? So I think, uh, I think the fact that they were up 13 and then it got back to, got back to a single digit game was just kind of a kind of right on par for what we've seen. Right. But, uh, I think overall it's, it's two good wins. You know, those are those are both teams that that uh, played us close to the wire down at their places. So if you can find a way to win those at home, you know, like Coach Richmond said post game two, it wasn't perfect by any means. Uh, I agree with him that there's a better version of NDSU out there than what we saw. But anytime you can find find a way to win two games at home in February is always a good thing. Hey, Dex, thanks for the time. Appreciate it as always. Uh, you know, two great wins there for NDSU. Really, these last couple of weeks, though, just looking at the, the, the point totals, right? Just looking at the final score of the games, you know, in January and in December, we're, we're seeing games that are 90 to 88 or 88 to 80, you know, games that are, are high scoring, higher scoring than we're accustomed to. I think the offense was playing really well. But obviously, there's a defense that was struggling. Now these games are being lower scoring, and it's not just that the defense is playing better. The, the total is lower scoring. So the offense, I don't think the offense is playing bad. It's just maybe less possessions. What, what have you noticed on the offensive end that maybe they have slowed things down or just done things differently that has led to less possessions and just less scoring overall? Yeah, it, it kind of goes hand-in-hand, hand, right, Andy, just in the sense that if you're looking to slow things down on offense, 
tighten up your defense a little bit, I mean, there's going to be less possessions in a game. And I think if you just look at the first half of the season for NDSU, you know, if you can get into these shootouts and find ways to consistently win games, that's great. But it wasn't really going that well for them. And so that's where they kind of took the step back and said, you know, hey, we got to slow down the offensive pace a little bit, get a little bit more into our actions and, you know, try to clean up try to clean up things on the defensive end and get more get more set up into their half court defense, which, you know, it just that NDSU has slowed the pace down quite a bit and uh it's led to I think more consistent output on both ends of the floor from NDSU. You know, we haven't seen really those big those big scoring explosions, but I think that when NDSU's playing defense and they're getting a stop and coming down into their offensive half-court sets and their actions that they're trying to run, they're a little slower, but it seems to me they've been more efficient in that standpoint. Talking with former Bison Dexter Warner, our radio analyst for NDSU Men's Basketball on the Bison Sports Network. I want to ask about Jakari White, Dex. He's a guy that may not be like the headliner every single game, but he's been really consistent for the Bison here this season. Their best three-point shooter made a few more. He had four of them on uh, Saturday in the win against Omaha, and the team really exploded from beyond the arc. Uh, what's been your evaluation of him this season, just in his second year with the herd and what he's been able to contribute? Yeah, like you said, Sam, Jakari's been shooting the ball really well, and I think I think the big thing that he's brought the most value to this team with is on the defensive end. We've really seen him lock in on some uh, defensive assignments, and on you know on Saturday it was uh, him starting on Frankie Fiddler to try and slow him down after that last uh, big game he had against NDSU and. You know, he's just one of those guys where, uh, you know, he, I, I think it seems as though he takes assignments like that personally and he wants to step up to that challenge. And I think that uh, early on, I think he did a good job kind of setting the defensive intensity for NDSU from the start. And Dexter Warner here with us. And one thing that I thought was interesting of the entire week, Dex, is the Bison face Kansas City. Another very close game. Goes to overtime again. You've had three overtime periods in, in two games with the Ruse there. Uh, but the Bison get the win. And then the Ruse go up north to Grand Forks, and they beat UND and held them in the 40s. It was like 24 points in the first half, 23 in the second half, and they beat UND, ended their seven-game winning streak, and Kansas City had kind of been sputtering their wheels a little bit. Uh, what do you make just of, of the league again here at, at this point that a team that's that hot, you know, Kansas City goes up there and, and keeps them under 50 points in a game on, on their home court? Yeah, I, I, I think it's really interesting just from the standpoint that a lot of it is just going to be how you match up with teams, right? And, you know, you look at Kansas City, who's kind of the outlier as far as Summit League-type basketball. They're big. They're athletic. They're going to play really high-intensity defense. They're going to reach foul and uh, just kind of try to make some chaos out of the game a little bit, and that's not something that you see for most teams in the Summit. And I think that, you know, Thursday and Saturday is a really good example where teams can match up really well. You could – you could lose to, you know, Kansas City lost to the eighth seed, and then they go up on Saturday and beat the one seed in UND. So it's just, it's all going to come down to the matchups. And I think that there's some teams that match up with others better than other Summit League teams. So it's, it's, it's really going to be interesting. I was talking to Sam about it on the air. I don't, you know, obviously the players don't really look at it where you're like, if we win these games and these games, where do we end up with seeding? Who are we going to end up playing in Sioux Falls? But I think that that's going to be a pretty big factor come tournament time. Is Andrew Morgan the best big man in the conference? Yeah, I would I would say that pretty confidently. I you know I I would honestly put 
I would put Andrew Morgan and Noah Federson up there as, you know, two of, if not arguably the two best big guys in the league, just with their size and skill levels, athleticism. It's not, it's not a combination you see a whole lot in this league. And uh, I think they've both been playing really well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they've been great. Noah has been like really under the radar. I mean, he was four of four from the floor against Kansas city, did some nice things for us there in that game. And was a contributor again against Omaha and then Morgs. I mean, I think he'll probably win conference player of the week here this week uh, for what he did over the weekend, 31 against Kansas city, another 18 point game against Omaha. H- how big is that Dex to, to have him coming into his own? I mean, he was a big recruit for NDSU coming out of high school. This is his junior year. He flashed it last year at the Summit League Tournament, had a nice weekend in Sioux Falls, and then this year we've we've seen it in doses, but now it really looks like he's taken that next step for the Bison. Yeah, and then it's exactly what NDSC needs. And if you look at last week, those two big games out of Morgs came at a time when NDSC needed it most. And I think that uh I think the thing that was most impressive about uh Saturday's win over home Omaha was you know, they, they decided that they were going to double-team him right away on the catch and not let him get going, and it was pretty obvious that that was Omaha's plan, and uh, he handled those doubles pretty well, gave him good passes out of the post, and then NDSU got hot from three. So then they said, okay, well, we're not going to double Andrew Morgan in the second half. We're going to try to make these guys beat us straight up. And I just thought he showed really good awareness. And coming out of the second half, you can be thinking, all right, I've you know, I barely scored in the first half. I got doubled every single time. And then to have that kind of next level maturity where you realize, oh, they're not doubling like a true double like they did in the first half. They're trying to play me a little bit more one-on-one with the bluff. And then he got really aggressive in the second half and gave him some big possessions down the stretch. And that's uh, just really good offensive awareness out of Morgan, in my opinion. And he had a great game on Saturday. I, you know, I thought he played just as well as he did on Thursday. Obviously not the big points output, but 18 points on her, excuse me, um, 18 points with significantly less free throws, three for five on Saturday compared to 14. You know, he played just as well on Saturday as he did on Thursday. Just didn't have all those free throws on top of it. So two really good games as a big guy. Two big wins as well, beating Kansas City and Omaha. They climbed to like fourth now, I believe, in the standings. And really, honestly, not that far away from being with the top team in the conference. That's how bundled up the men's side is uh, this season. But now you got to go on the road at Oral Roberts, at Denver. Tough places to play. Denver's going to have a packed gym just because their team's playing really well this year. And, and fans are taking you know awareness of that. So that's going to be a packed gym. ORU is always a tough place to play there uh, in the Maybe Center. And they usually have a pretty good crowd on hand. Uh, what's the, the challenge at these two venues that the, uh, you've played in before? You know, it's it's kind of it kind of sounds like an old cliche, but that I remember every single year that first practice when you get to Denver, it really does take you know 30, 45 minutes for you to get used to that different elevation. You start running, and it feels feels funny. You get winded super quick. It's you know it's usually you've been there for like an hour and a half after you got off the plane, and then you're heading to the gym that night to practice. So you just have to get your body adjusted a little bit and. Uh, I think that the night before is good for that shoot around gets you loose, but then Denver's just a Denver's a tough place to play. You know, I think I think if you look at really any team this year, but Denver or Roberts too, um, they've had some good nights and they had some bad nights. So you got to really be ready to just adjust to what type of strategy and game plan these teams are going to bring on the road, and uh, you know you have to adapt on the fly a little bit more than you normally would. 
We'll be looking forward to it, man. Thursday's a big one. Deshang, Weaver, Kareem, five-mile-an-hour Thompson dri- dribbling down in that front court, and uh, Isaac McBride, who's been been at it forever, getting the doctorate of basketball for ORU. We'll see if the Bison can take them down, uh, the big three there for the Golden Eagles. Uh, Dex, we're looking forward to it, man. We will uh, talk to you soon. Always appreciate the time, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dex. Dexter Warner. NDSU, former Bison Hooper, and our uh, radio Hot analyst. Take. Two best big men for <laughs> NDSU.